you the best of today and yesterday in Nacogdoches. Brought to you by a law school dropout and a dish technician. Come all in, listen to this. It's a little show with Cody and Chris. Not cast. And we are back. The unluckiest episode so far, Chris. Episode 13. How you feeling about it? You feel um, unlucky? Feeling just fine. Lucky well, and ducky. You are lucky and I know you are ducky. Yeah. Wow, that's exciting. We made it to 13. That's pretty good. More exciting, Chris, we have, for the first time, a live in-studio guest. Yes. Isn't uh, that an honor? It is, it is. Joining us today is my lovely lady, Jessica Rao. She won't say anything, but she's here for moral support for us, so that's good enough. Yes. Uh, Chris, it's really an honor to be uh, big enough to where we actually had someone show up to watch the recording, a live studio audience. We won't have to play that laugh track anymore because we'll actually be able to get real laughter coming from someone. I don't know. She's, she's pretty tight lipped, so it's going to be kind of hard to get laughter out of luckily, her. Luckily, I've got the joke segment this week, so uh-huh. I already know I'm going to get some laughs. But anyway, Chris, before we hop into that joke segment, let's go ahead and take a look at our emails. And holy cow, Chris, we have got a bunch of them do we now uh well yeah a bunch i'm not gonna read the ones of the uh hundreds of submissions we've had for (laughs) our um our contest giveaway or whatever and i'll just read the ones where people actually had comments you know and uh, other sorts of things because you know there's no point in just reading someone's name all right chris so to start out this week we had a email from my sister Ah. katie she says hey netcast crew aka cody chris and sometimes ashley Podcast was really good this week. Y'all had some very funny moments. I am all for a movie review segment in the future. I think y'all will give some funny feedback and get your viewers excited about giving suggestions on what to review. Uh, Yeah, that's all she had to say there. Your friend Katie. Uh, Well, Katie, luckily for you, we have got that coming at you today. I'm excited for the movie review. Yeah, Chris hasn't seen the movie. I haven't. I really want to. I will be reviewing it. All right, Chris, next email hopping up. It's my uh, oldest brother there, Nathan. He says, hey, y'all, great episode again. Really like the movie review idea. If you would like some recommendations, let me know and I can hook you up. Also, Crawford Bach is a great beer. Love it and glad to hear y'all do as well. Thank you, Nathan. We love our Crawford Bach. Hit us up with those movie reviews, man. We're, we're excited to uh, hear them and get something taken care <laughs> I of. I can only watch so many movies in oh, a week. God, I, I can, can watch about some one. of them as long as I ain't well, got to pay for them. Wouldn't that be fun? We could both do a movie review and yeah. like the same same thing. Yeah. Now, Chris, I said I wasn't going to um, read any of the people who entered our uh, contest, but I'm going to read one and guess who it is. Who's that? It's our only contest winner so far, our, our buddy Nick. He, he remember you won. We called him. Yeah. And he was just so excited. And he said it would make his year times two if Ooh. he won a four by six signed photo with the names Cody and Chris G-U-A-D-D. Uh, he wants us D-D. to pick him. Yeah. Well, Nick. Nick, you got that wrong, buddy. It's only one D, bud. Oh, so now he's just lost his yeah. position. Yeah, in the losing your fan status. Right? Yeah. Okay, and then uh, finally, Chris, we got another one here from uh, Ashley. She says, hey, guys, great episode this week. You're welcome for watching the dogs. It's a really hard job, and I appreciate the recognition. (laughs) Yeah, it is a hard job, and thank you again, Ashley. Uh, Chris, I love the puns. Cody hates them. Keep them coming. (laughs) She says, thank you. P.S. 
If I win a signed photo, please write to our greatest dog watcher. We couldn't do it without you. Yeah, I can do that for you. And then Ashley says, PPS, Christina, thanks so much for recommending uh, Bubba Hotep, which is the movie. Uh, she says it was a hoot and a half. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> so, um, Chris, I, I know we said we were going to draw for the uh, movie winner, but or the, the photo winner. Yeah. I can't do that. We have so many entrants, and I can't piss this many people off. So I'm going to be like Oprah up in this bitch. <laughs> you get a photo. You get, you get a, photo. a photo. That's right. It's no longer... A contest, it's a giveaway. You send me an email, I send you a photo. You can't lose. Everyone who sends me an email, I will personally mail you a 4 by 6 signed copy of me and Chris. Contest will end this, uh, I guess it'll end this coming... What's a good deadline, Chris? I would say, I don't know, uh, this goes out on Sunday. Yeah. This, uh, let's say Wednesday of next week. Okay, Wednesday of next week. So the Wednesday... After this gets posted. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we'll do that. Anyone you enter, you win a photo. I will get with you about how to get that photo to you. If I think you most of you I know personally, so I will probably just hand it to you in person. But anyway. If you include a $5 tip in your submission, uh, you will receive a specialized foot picture from me. Chris oh. Guadarrama. Is that foot photo that you had a few few weeks back that was really nasty? No, no, no. It'll be, it'll be my foot. Oh, it'll, okay, good. With good, the, good. I'll comb my toe hairs for them. That yeah. way they get that special treatment. So, Chris, what is the email to submit an email to to win a 4x6 signed photo of me and you? I want to say it's thenatcast at gmail.com. That's it. How do you spell it? Uh, T-H-E-N-A-C-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. You didn't spell Gmail. I'm not going to spell Gmail. G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M. All right. For those of you who didn't know how to spell... Didn't know how to G spell mail. Spell Gmail. Oh my gosh, Chris. If you can't spell Gmail, you probably shouldn't be listening yeah, to Yeah, if podcast. you can't spell Gmail, you are ineligible to You're win. You're ineligible. All right, Chris. Well, we got what was it? A uh, five, five minute intro, six minute intro this week? Pretty the good. The entire thing is well, the intro, yeah. Cody. We have been over this. Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, anyway, we're going to go ahead and hop into our Joke of the Week segment, so um, I hope you're ready because I've got some good ones here. All right. I actually set a record this week for the amount of jokes, oh. so without further ado, it's time for the Joke of the Week. Nice. Something neither of us wrote, it's this week's stolen joke. All right, Chris, and for this week's joke, like I said, we've got four coming at you. We're going to start off with one from our friend Titanium Peak. All of these guys come to us from Reddit. Uh, so, yeah, let's hop into it. Titanium Peak writes, Last week a friend of mine told me he hopes I die in a deep hole filled with water. But I know he means well. I saw that one. I yeah. thought it was Damn funny. you. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope other people liked it. Yeah. I, I just hope you haven't heard all these. Okay, so joke number two. Okay, this one comes to us from The Other Patrick. Ooh. The Other Patrick says, I bought my friend an elephant for his room. He said, thanks. I said, don't mention it. Ha. Ha ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang, Chris, you're a hard, hard sell. Ha ha ha. Yeah, there we go. All right, so our third joke comes to us from our friend Squirrel, uh, Squirrel Overlord. What a weird name. Squirrel Overlord. <laughs> Squirrel asks, what do you call a computer mouse that curses too much? What's that? A cursor. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think it maybe said swears too much, and I just wrote it down wrong. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that is so silly. So just play like that, that back in your mind and say swears too much, because that was just a, an epic fail. All right, and then our friend Kyle comes to us with his last joke, or our last joke. He says, Chris, why don't professional boxers have sex before they fight? What's that? They probably don't like each other. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's my kind of joke. It's like not even it's a traditional punchline. It's just like, you idiot, they don't like each other. <laughs> I think the one of the funniest things I ever think, I ever saw, we were all playing, um, uh, oh, what's what's that game that you play on the PS4 with the phones? Uh, like you know what I'm Jack talking Box? about? There we go, Jackbox. Mm. And one of the questions would be like, uh, what's the worst thing you could throw from the Eiffel Tower? And one of our friends put another Eiffel Tower. Yeah, that was the funniest chaotic. damn joke I'd ever heard. Mine, my claim to fame was it asked, uh, what's the worst thing <laughs> you could complete a puzzle and realize it's just a picture of, and I wrote the box. <laughs> now that is some high class humor. There we go. All right. Well, thanks to our friends on Reddit for those jokes. I know I could sure use a laugh in these trying times, and I hope you could as well. And we were able to satisfy that need. All right, Chris. So um, we did our joke segment. So I think uh, now it's time probably to hop into one of yours. I hope yeah. you got something good for me because it is time for Chris's history fact of the week. Are you ready to provide me with some history fact oh. in a weekly fashion? You know I'm going to. All right. Here is Chris's history fact of the week. Always exciting and never bleak. It's Chris's history fact of the week. Cody, how well do you think you would stand in a fight against an individual that is six foot four inches tall? Me? Yes, sir. Uh, Depends on how much he weighed. Uh, probably about as much as you. He's a big fella. Okay, so uh, I would probably not stand as well as he did All right. in well, the fight. Interesting fact for you. That's how tall Abraham Lincoln was. Oh, no. And he challenged somebody to a sword fight a while sword he was fight. operating in our government. Okay. Uh, in 1842, uh, young Abraham Lincoln publicly chastised James Shields in the course of debate about banking in Illinois. Uh, the ridicule pushed Shields to challenge Lincoln to a duel. Duels were legal at this time. Okay. Uh, the way the sword duels were legal. Any type of duel was okay. Legal, right. Um, a Yu-Gi-Oh duel. <laughs> I don't think Yu-Gi-Oh was around at that okay. time. I don't. I, if I'm not mistaken, I know we talked about Nintendo. They might ever watch that show, and they were like, "It's time to duel." What was that? What was that fella's name? Kaiga or something like that? Oh, you never watched it? I just a little bit when I was like six years old. Apart from that, no, not really. I watch it now every night. Anyways, anyways, now that we're back on, let me get back on topic. Yeah, sorry. The way duels work back then is if someone, the challenge E could pick the weapons that he and the challenger fought with if he accepted okay. the duel. Like, he got to pick both of their weapons, or they he, had to be the same weapon? Well, they had to be the same weapon. Okay. You couldn't have someone with a pistol fighting someone with a knife. You know? Yeah. So whoever whoever is the challengee typically got to pick the weapon that they fought with, which typically it was sword or not swords, guns. Guns, right. Um, flintlock pistols, things of the like. Uh, Abraham Lincoln decided to choose broadswords. Um uh, Keep in mind that Abraham Lincoln had a good foot and a half of uh, length over the gentleman he would have been fighting. And if you can imagine uh, fighting with a bladed instrument against someone that has close to double your arm reach on each hand, it's not going to work out very well in your favor. No. Uh, Excuse me. Uh, The Illinois Bank uh, was sent bankrupt and announced—this is 
pretty much what led up to it. The Illinois bank was sent bankrupt and announced that it would no longer accept its own paper currency from private citizens looking to pay off debts. Uh, gold, uh, gold and silver, which most citizens didn't have, became the only acceptable currency. Uh, Shields, the state auditor, uh, sided with his Democratic Party and supported the decision to close the bank. Uh, Shields became a, depart, uh, uh, ugh, a target for Whig opposition uh, to the financial plan, and Lincoln, then self-described prairie lawyer, added fuel to the fire with a sizzling editorial written in early September. He essentially wrote in, kind of saying, I've been tugging over, uh, tugging ever since Harvest getting out of wheat and hauling it to the river to raise state bank paper enough to pay my tax this year. And a little schooled up now, and now just as I got it, lo and behold, I find a set of fellows calling themselves officers of state have forbidden to receive state paper at all. Uh, pretty much making the, uh, the 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 Whig Association look like a bunch of fools. I would say, I, I hope you can translate because <laughs> you really. That was a lot to follow, man. Yeah, he also taunted Shields' pursuit of women because he was uh, a known womanizer at the time. Uh, His very features, the uh, ecstatic agony of his soul, spoke audibly and distinctly. Dear girls, it is distressing, but I cannot marry you all. Too well I know how much you suffer, but do remember, it is not my fault, and I am so handsome and interesting. Saying essentially that Shields was full of himself, a pompous a-hole, so to say. Shields didn't like that very much. Uh, he did not take kindly to the letters, demanded that uh, the uh, the editor uh, reveal who uh, wrote the letter, which the per- uh, Lincoln actually sent the letter in under a pen name of Rebecca. Okay. Um, and the editor obliged. Uh, upon receiving this information, Shields demanded a retraction from Lincoln, saying, you know what? Take that shiz back, brah, or we're going to fight. Uh, and Lincoln pretty much said, no, let's no. go. Uh, instead, uh, so Shields challenged Lincoln to a duel, and it should be held in Missouri, where dueling was still legal. Uh, since Lincoln was challenged by Shields, he had the privilege of choosing the weapons of the duel. Mm. He chose cavalry broadswords of the largest size. I didn't want the uh, debt uh, the the damned fellow to kill me, so I think he would. I, I think he would have done if we had selected a pistols. He later explained, for his own part, he did not want to kill Shields, but felt sure he could disarm him with a blade. At six feet four inches tall, Lincoln planned to use his height to his advantage against Shields, who stood a more mere five feet nine inches tall. So he had about a foot of length on That's the fellow. That's it, just a foot. Just, just a foot. Just a foot. Someone who sees head and shoulders over you, it's just a foot. The day of the duel, uh, September 22nd arrived, and the combatants met at Bloody Island, Missouri, out of face death or victory. At as Bloody the, Island? Yeah, that's the name of the place where most duels were held in Missouri. Mm, how appropriate. As the two men faced each other with a plank between them that neither was allowed to cross, Lincoln swung his sword high above Shields to cut through a nearby tree branch. Uh, the This act demonstrated the immensity of Lincoln's reach and strength and was enough to show Shields that he was at fatal disadvantage. Uh. <laughs> With the encouragement of bystanders, the two men crawled a truce. So Lincoln pretty much said, "Hey, we can't. They, how the rules were, they couldn't cross over this plank. Uh, and the first person, the you know, either die or chicken out, lost." Lincoln said, "I can reach well past you with this. Mm-hmm. You need to give up." And Schultz was essentially like, "Okay." So what happened to him after he gave up? Uh, two days later, the uh, the Civil War brought the two men together once more. Shields was now a brigadier general in the Army of the uh, Potomac, and Lincoln was president with the ability to promote and demote military officers. 
Uh, Back to Buck Private for you. <laughs> Fighting in the Shenandoah Valley in March of 1862, Shields delivered Stonewall Jackson's only defeat at the Battle of Kernstown and was gravely wounded in the process. Lincoln nominated him for promotion to Major General, symbolically burying all ill feelings between the two men. Well, that's good. Yeah, you, I love stories with a happy ending. Well, Lincoln's story doesn't have too much of a... He lost his next duel, am I right? Uh, he, uh, he, his mind was blown. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Chris, you keep on that coffin. You got, you got something going on? I, I got a little cold brewing. A little right cold now. brewing? Yeah, yeah. Why don't you have you some more cold brew then? Yeah. Really clink. Really take care of that, uh, cold brewing cold. Mm. <laughs> don't do that. He's <laughs> over here swishing. I don't know if I don't they know, can hear I don't that. Know if it caught, I hope it picked up. That's disgusting. Oh, come on. You know you love it. I don't love it. Well, anyway, Chris, that was a fun fact. I'm going to be honest with you. I got lost about halfway, but you seemed to know what you were talking about, so that was pretty good. I think Jesse agrees that she got lost about halfway. Yeah, you got too. lost about halfway yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I kind of, I, I, I think. You kind of went for it there, man. Abraham Lincoln is one of my favorite historical features. You know, not, not because. Features or figures? I meant figures. Oh, okay. Um, you know he was a pro wrestler, not like wrestling, but like yeah, like yeah, a yeah. wrestler. He, he, I don't know that they had wrestling back they, in those they, days. Well, they, they did, but real wrestling, yeah, like real over wrestling. the top rope, hit How, him with the chair. The Undertaker is older than Time Memorial. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> He's been around forever. Yeah, you also might have heard a few sniffles and such into the microphone. I was holding my sweet little doggy, and he decided he wanted to have himself a sniff of the microphone, so it may have picked up. But uh, podcast has gone doggy style. (laughs) That's how we do it here on the Natcast, doggy style. No missionary for us. All right, Chris. So uh, that all you got for me on Lincoln's epic victory by submission? That is all I have on you. That's all you got on me, or just on that subject? Because I hope you don't have a whole lot of dirt on me. On the subject, I got a good bit of dirt on you. Gosh, please don't use that. I need that, and uh. I will hopefully one day be able to rectify that situation. But enough about me, Chris. I think it's time we hop into our next segment. And it's the, uh, what would you call this? The pilot, the first airing of the the next segment? I love the song you wrote for this segment. Yeah, this song is good. So yeah, you'll all enjoy awesome. it here in just it, a sec. It, it, it's a bop. It's a bop. I went for the... Uh, the spaghetti western mentality of the song so uh we'll see if it really comes through in the nacogdoches well no it's not a nacogdoches movie review real fast it's before we a net cast movie review before we do that do you know where the term spaghetti western comes from yes where well you know all the westerns they used to film they shot them in italy right most of the filmmakers were italian oh really yeah dang okay well that was close well, anyway, Chris, enough of your uh, beating around the movie bush. Time for the movie review. Movie time, let's review it. That's what we're gonna do. Movie time, let's review it. A movie for me and you. All right, Chris, so last week our friend Christine suggested... We watch a movie called Bubba Hotep. Had you ever heard of this movie before in your life? I have, and I've meant to watch it so many times because I, I am a Bruce Campbell fan, uh, uh, but I never got a chance to watch it. Yeah, well, I watched it, and it cost me three ninety nine to rent it, and 
Let me tell you, Chris, I was glued the whole time. It was wacky, weird, and wild. That's not what you were telling me earlier. Well, it wasn't that good, <laughs> if we're being honest with you, but it was crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. It, it kept me entertained, but as like a movie in total, it kind of kind of sucked. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, I'll, I'll give you a little synopsis of it and maybe discuss some things about it, and we'll just see where it goes. We've never done this before, so it's really just the uh, trying it out. All right, so I guess if you don't want to have the movie too ruined for you, I'll try not to, but uh, you may want to skip ahead like five, ten minutes. All right, Chris. So to start out, we've got this guy, you know, Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley. Yeah, okay, so get this. Elvis is in a retirement home, right? What's he in a retirement home for? Well, he's old. And the people working the... uh, retirement home they think he's crazy they yeah. think he's this other guy yeah because right? elvis's daddy died in the crap right that's what they say but it turns out he actually swapped spots with a elvis impersonator because he couldn't handle the lifestyle of being elvis anymore oh. so he would like still go around as an elvis impersonator but he was really you know elvis himself wouldn't it be crazy if that actually happened how do we know it didn't and exactly. this was exactly what is that called? A nonfiction movie? Non. Well. Yeah. Well, anyway, so all the staff think he's an impersonator, right? But he's really the actual Elvis in the movie. Okay. So they mention Nacogdoches uh, whenever Elvis decides he needs to go meet with his impersonator to, I guess, discuss the whole process of it. And so they're like, I had to take a little road trip down to Nacogdoches. And so uh, they go to Nacogdoches, and I assume that's where the rest of the movie is set in. And let me tell you, Chris, it looks nothing like the Nacogdoches you and I both know and love. There were mountains. I think I saw palm trees, and it was a lot of desert. Well, there's palm trees in Nacogdoches. Where? Over there. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that spot. Um, well, anyway, yeah, I that's nothing I've ever seen in Nacogdoches, so they kind of swung and missed. They kept emphasizing the East Texas Lifestyle, and obviously these people have never been to East Texas because there's trees everywhere, but there weren't any trees in the movie. What type of uh, East Texas lifestyle were they talking about? Uh, not real. Well, East Texas landscape scenery, that sort of thing. Well, anyway, back to our friend Elvis. So, like, he's in the nursing home, right? And he's just chilling. He's got a friend, and he's a an African American guy, and he's like, "I'm JFK," and they're like, "Okay, he's crazy too." Yeah, but he's like convinced that he was shot in the head and they replaced some of his brains with sand right oh, and then God. they painted him black to uh <laughs> that's <laughs> I, terrible i don't know and he's convinced of that man anyway so the two of these guys are your main main characters in the story as well as bubba ho tip i'll get to him in a sec is he a cool fella no so you've got this big ass beetle right it shows up while they're just kind of doing their uh how big of a big ass beetle it was like huge like how huge i would say like a medium pizza oh shit yeah like it's like a comedically large beetle i know the folks at home probably can't hear this but jesse is cringing so hard she hates all (laughs) bugs well anyway imagine just the biggest bug you've ever seen right yeah it shows up it bites this old lady on the arm right does she die uh i think she did die if i recall correctly i don't remember that part it wasn't very important (laughs) dude what did happen though is after the bug bit her Bubba Hotep showed up, and he's like this cowboy skeleton. And he's like Egyptian dude. Shows up. No, so he like kills these people, and he's wrecking all sorts of hell. 
after the this beetle is you know coming in first and then after the beetle comes in then bubba hotep comes in and devours their souls but he can only devour their souls through a major orifice and they kept, uh, yeah, they were talking about how he did it, how he, how he devoured them out of their like butts and stuff. And uh, I okay, like, so I wasn't too far off. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he gets a few people's souls, right? And then he's like wrecking all sorts of hell. And um, so our friend Elvis and JFK are like, we got to go get him. So <laughs> we got to get him. Yeah, they go and they get him, right? They go to where he spawns from because. Elvis keeps having these flashbacks to see exactly where he's coming from, and they know exactly where he's at, right? Where is he at? Under some bridge is where he spawns from. Is it a bridge in Nacogdoches? I think it was supposed to be, but this was no bridge. I, there were, like, cattails all around the uh, water below, and I was like, this isn't here. Right, yeah, exactly. So, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I got excited because I thought it was actually filmed in no, Nacogdoches. No way, I, man. So, they go down there, and they uh, finally like lure him out over like a, a mischievous plan. They get him out. They douse his ass in gasoline Hell yeah. and rubbing alcohol yeah. and light him on fire. Yeah. But like that doesn't kill him. Well, of course not. Rubbing alcohol and, doesn't burn very hot. Well, uh, the, he, he, he somehow becomes uh, unburnt, right? Oh. And he ends up killing JFK. Oh. And then uh, Elvis goes back and sprays him again with the uh, rubbing alcohol and gasoline, lights him on fire again. But somehow that kills him that you time. Need, you need, well, if burning something once doesn't kill it, burning it twice surely will. Yeah, that's pretty much been my mentality all throughout my life, Chris. So glad to see Bubba Hotep really brought in the uh, life lesson there at the end. Well, anyway, all the spirits and uh, souls that he sucked up were free afterwards. And I think Elvis died there at the end. But, hey, man, everyone else was free. Was it another major drug overdose? Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I think it was just, you know, soul sucking and <laughs> killing uh, cowboy skeletons. Well, Chris, that was kind of fun. I kind of liked it. I guess we'll have to keep it rolling. We'll need a suggestion, though, for our next uh next movie review so i guess send them in i can give a movie suggestion to our audience what my favorite movie of all time is a little flick by the name of hardcore henry it's so good yeah i've never 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 seen seen it it. i got it on dvd i can let you borrow it it is my favorite movie of all time yeah i can't talk about what my favorite movie is chris oh yeah you want to know why why it breaks the first two rules oh get it yeah yeah okay no, you, you don't talk about Fight Club, man. That's yeah. just kind of how it goes. Well, anyway, Chris, I think we had a good time reviewing movies. Um, and I think I'm ready for a break. What about you? I'm ready for a break. All right. So we will take a break, and then we will come back, hit our business spotlight and trivia segments, and wrap it up. Netcast will be back right after this. Chris, this week's commercial break is bought. Is bought. Is... <laughs> <laughs> who bought it who bu- this week our commercial break was bought to you by us because we're still promoting our giveaway Heck yeah it's no longer a contest it's a giveaway because everyone a, wins it's a beautiful picture yeah it's a four by six of me and chris just looking dapper at my kitchen table so go ahead send an email to the netcast that's t-h-e-n-a-c-c-a-s-t at g-a-m-a-l.com did I get it right? I think so. I tried to get it all out in one breath, but I don't know if it works. Anyways, natcastgmail.com. Send me an email. You get a four by six of me and Chris. Back to the podcast. 
All right, Chris, we are back. Natcast part two. Part episode two. Episode 13. How was your break, Chris? It was awesome. I got like 3,000 push-ups in. I uh, sighted in my crossbow. Arm wrestled a bear, all that good stuff. Yeah, we actually took quite a long break. What do you say? Was that like 30, 45 minutes? I would say probably close to 30. Yeah, it's so funny. We come back in from our break and cut the commercial real fast. <laughs> oh, there you go, coughing again. Yeah, we I didn't cu- cough at all during the break. <laughs> Did you notice that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. You wait until we get back on mic. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, we uh, we come back in, we cut our commercial, and we wait about like you know a minute, and then we start back the podcast. So it seems like. Maybe we did the commercial completely separately, but that's not the case at all. So we really could have just kept going from the commercial, but eh, you know, screw it. That's sort of our mentality here at the Netcast. Anyway, Chris, so I think it's time we hop into one of our next segments, which is, of course, our Nacogdoches Business Spotlight. I know last week we had a suggestion from our friend Nikki, who suggested that we discuss the Boss Light Bookstore. I really hope that's what you researched and are ready to present, because if not, boy, will that be embarrassing for me, and you probably as well. Dude. I have got all the information I could find. Thank goodness. Well, more so that my beautiful aide, Jessica, could find. Good. So I guess without further ado, here comes the Nacogdoches Business Spotlight. Nacogdoches Business Spotlight. Nacogdoches. Nacogdoches Business Spotlight. Nacogdoches. All right, Chris, so what do you have for me on the Boss Light? Go ahead, hit me with some info. So it opened in 2016. Uh, the owner, uh, according to everything I found online, there were a bunch of different uh, uh, records on when it opened. Like one said 2007, the other one said like 2017. There was a bunch of different ones. Um, but the owner, uh, Tim Bryant, uh, is an author as well as a bookstore owner. He yeah. writes as well. Uh, he wrote the Dutch Courage series, uh, four books. Uh, it's a crime and a mystery, uh, which I haven't read. Uh, and the Wilkie John Westerns, which there are two books of, which I also have not read. So he's hit a couple different genres yeah, there a with his book writing. Yeah. Man of many trades. Uh, the store is located in downtown uh, Nacogdoches, uh, near where all the um, antique shops and stuff. I think it's actually across the street from a uh, investment company, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, okay, I'll have to take your. <laughs> oh my gosh, Chris! I know. I'm sorry. There you go, coughing again. Uh, so it's across the street from an investment company. Any idea? I, I don't know is? the name of the company, but it's a uh, it's that gray building. You know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> I want to say it's an investment company. Dude, I'm I not going to lie. All of downtown Nacogdoches just kind of blends together to me, no. except for like the two places I know. I like there. to go into the antique shops because they got awesome instruments in there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, they describe themselves as a specialty book, t-shirt shop, and local arts and more. Uh, so you they, they got the books, of course. Uh, they get a bunch of local authors uh, for their books. They'll also have like local author book signings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also do local musicians. Uh, okay. They have uh, live music that you can go in and listen to. Um, they also like have some like handcrafted uh, uh, decor from uh, local people. I believe they have like handcrafted, like really finely crafted and uh, swords and stuff like that. If I'm not mistaken, it's been right. a while since I've been in there. They got book clubs, they got book signings, live music, all that stuff I've already went over. Uh, that's pretty much all the information I can find on the place. That's all you found? I know, I know. It's, come on, Chris. What time they open? Uh, 2016. What time of the day? Oh, 11 a.m. 
Thank you, Jesse, for coming in with that, uh, <laughs> that info there. Thank you, baby. Chris, you know, we, a couple weeks ago we had Nick suggest that we uh, give the opening hours of these places, and you have dropped They open at 11 a.m. I'm assuming they close Tuesday through Saturday, 11 a.m. through 6 p.m. Well, you may have gotten a little a little hint of Jesse there, so that's, let's see. That's my aide. Yeah, she she helped in a lot. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for the... Oh, my gosh, Chris. I know, I know. Stop that coughing. I can't help it. You can't. can't. Oh well, can't. You got a can't. little bit of southern drawl coming can't. through there for you. Yank can't. Well, Chris, so we've got a bookstore. It's open that time. They do book clubs. They have live music. Um, is there anything there that would make you want to go there rather than just your run of the mill bookshop? Local authors. Local. If you're really interested yeah. in getting uh, a local uh, author's books, you know, hearing from local musicians, it's more so the fact that they they. Focus so much on locally produced media. There we yeah, go. Yeah, There's yeah, a yeah. way of I like that. that. Yeah, I like you. that. You were on to something there. Locally yeah, produced yeah. media. Locally now, produced media. Do you think they would be willing to carry the Nat cast on CD if we were to ask them? I'm sure literally everyone would be willing to carry us on CD. Yeah, we are a very indisposable medium. Uh, they can, Is we, that the right word? Right. Something that people highly would covet, highly would want. Yeah. Indisposable, yeah. They can pay our production costs. We don't have any production <laughs> costs. Maybe the gasoline it requires yeah, to uh, no, drive here to no, record. No, no, no. I, I think we have like a like a 10000 overhead, don't we? Uh, ten- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, man. I think everything it costs to record this was like 100 bucks at the beginning. And like I've said, I've told many people, I don't care to make any money from doing the NatCast. It would be nice, though. No, I don't care. Uh, I mean, I would take like a a local sponsor or something, but I don't, you know, on the uh, app that I I, uh, use to put this out. Anchor? Anchor, yeah, Anchor. We have the option to run a sponsor segment where I uh, would read off a Anchor segment about the website. I just don't want to do that because, you know. You're not a sellout. I'm not a sellout. I don't care. I'm I'm doing this because I love it and it's fun. And it gives me a reason to want to... Oh, my gosh, Chris. Come on, man. You're really ruining my, my special moment here. I'm trying to get away from I'm telling from my... people how I'm not in it for the cash. I'm in it for the ass, if you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. Just kidding. Not in it for the ass. I'm in it for the joy of uh, recording. I've always kind of been passionate about the uh, recording medium. So, I do. Like it, I say. I, I kind of just see it as a hangout with you. You're one of my favorite people to hang out with and talk to. So, kind of forcing you to talk Well, Chris, talk you almost break my top ten. So, that's quite oh. the honor. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Well, Chris, enough kissing each other's ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, hop into everyone's favorite segment. We put it last, so you'll have to listen. Listen. Richard. <laughs> you'll have to listen to the rest of the stuff we have to say. Do you, do you ever do that whenever I, you're... I almost made a really inappropriate joke. Thank goodness you did. You ever say do that where you're about to say a word, and then the next word comes to mind, so you throw that first consonant in there, and yeah, it's really... Ugh, you know I don't talk properly, Cody. Yeah. <laughs> Vulgars. <laughs> Am I right? The best part of waking up is... Vulgars. 
Oh man. How do you pronounce it? Folgers. That's like incorrect. Everyone else in the world. That's incorrect. Where does the G make the just sound? You ever say the word giraffe? I say giraffe. <laughs> you, you maniac. <laughs> well, anyway, Chris, we're we're gonna hop into everyone's favorite segment, and if you don't know what it is by now, you're not a Natcast listener. Okay, it's trivia. Trivia time. Tea time now. That's what they say. And our trivia is not trivial. It is here to make an impression. Yes, it is here to make an impression. Chris, I actually had an email this week from uh, one of my good friends, Hayden. She suggested a, uh, a trivia question. What's that? Um, I'm going to ask it to you next week because I've already got these. Uh, no, ask it now. No, no. I've already got my five before she listened or before she wrote me. So I'm going to ask it to you next week. So next week I'll do the trivia and you will get that question. Okay. Okay. Sound good? Yeah. All right. So in the meantime, we're going to go ahead and fire off episode 13, Trivia Time. So, Chris, are you prepared to do Trivia Time with me? I'm as prepared as I can be. All right, Jesse, feel free to play along as an audience member and tell me how many questions you would have gotten right after we're through recording. And I know it's going to be more than Chris because, boy, sometimes he kind of fails. But, hey, I, you did win one time, I right? I did. I did. But I got had, a teammate now, so yeah. you're in trouble. <laughs> no. No cheating. <laughs> no, no, no. All right, Chris, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and do our uh, usual scenario here of counting down three, two, one, and then we'll both say trivia time. I'll play the music, and then guess what time it'll be? Tea time now. Tea time now. I think my dogs are just going absolutely oh, nuts no. I over hope they, I hope it's being picked I, I kind of That's do the too. best That's thing in the funny. world. Yeah, they just kind of love going at each other. But anyway, not in that way, you know what I mean. <laughs> they, they like fighting, all yeah. right? They're playing around. Anyway, all right, Chris, without further ado, let's count down. Three, two, one, it's trivia time. You ready? Yeah. All right. Three, two, one. It's trivia time. It's trivia time. It's trivia time. Tea time now. A little trivia. It's trivia time. All right, Chris, it is trivia time, everyone's favorite time of the week. Oh, yes. As usual here at the NetCast, we're going to ask you five questions. The dogs are still barking like, <laughs> chill out. Dude, they're just tripping, man. Going at it. I'm, okay, I'm going to have to put a, put a stop to this yeah, right right quick. Yeah. All right, all right. Come here, little doggies. Come here. Chris, go ahead and uh, say some things so, while I grab the dog. It's really cool when you think about it that the Brazil nut wasn't named after Brazil, but it's actually the other way around. Did you know that? Jesse, you want to hold him? Brazil was named after the nut. Yeah, because that they had a bunch of those there. Uh, I assume. It's also most of most of the coffee uh, that the United States consumes comes from like Brazil and Colombia. Yeah, I think I knew that. That was a real cluster. The last like three minutes of recording. I know. We'll keep it. It was good stuff. I, I think uh, another fun fact, I think, is Chile the one that's really long and mostly coast? Uh, yes. Uh, in the sands of the beaches of Chile, uh, there's estimated like over uh, 100,000 pounds of gold. Oh, really? Yeah. That's kind of cool. But it's like, it's so small and in the sand that it's going to be pretty much impossible to collect. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Well, anyway, Chris, we're back to trivia time. I'm going to ask you uh, five questions. Of five. course, one is easy, two are medium, and two are hard. Uh, as you know, you will probably get one right. One. Um, we're playing for that $1,000 gift card you still have yet to win. Did you I, win it already? I won it already, Cody. Oh, I never gave it to you. Yeah. So we're going to assume you didn't get it, so <laughs> we'll play for it again. <laughs> 
So really, you don't win anything if you get it this week. What did me and Ashley play for last week? One of those four by six copies. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> that I'll probably just have just lying around. Uh, anyway, Chris, let's get started. Let's hop into it. Uh, we've got our easy category this week, Chris. Of course, the first question is a religion question, a subject I know you're very <laughs> familiar with and quite an expert in, if I must say. Uh, Chris, so I'm going to go ahead and ask you a question. All right. All right, Chris, in the hierarchy of the Roman Catholic Church, I know you have some familiar, familiar, familiarity, familiarity with uh, the Catholic uh Faith. Yeah, I've been to Catholic Mass like three times. Yeah, so so you're you're quite up there. Which of the two positions is considered higher in the hierarchy? Okay. All right. We've got Archbishop, Archbishop, or Cardinal. Which one of those two is higher in the hierarchy? Cardinal. Cardinal. Yeah. Is your answer? That's my answer. You're correct. Yeah. Cardinal is correct. Okay, yep. so you're one for one, Chris. You want to know how I knew? How'd you know? The Cardinals are the ones who decide who the Pope is. Yeah, yeah. Well, I figured that one might be a gimme. So. Lucky for me, you're not going to get any of the rest of them, right? Oh, you want to bet? I bet. I would be willing to bet you one real American dollar right now Ooh. that you don't get any of the rest of them right. But I only have fake American dollars. Oh, well, let's bet a fake American don't, dollar. Don't tell them I think. All right, so the medium questions, I've got two of them. You'll get the uh, multiple choice option there. Uh, and then the hard questions you won't, okay? All right. I bet you, you probably get one of these. Okay. Anyway, so the medium question, first... Up, we've got the gambling category, category I know you are very familiar with. Not at all. Okay, so Chris, what are the odds of winning the Powerball Lottery's grand prize? I believe it's like one in a million. Well, I'm going to give you four answer choices. Okay. Okay. These are, of course, rounded to the nearest unit. Okay. Okay. I'm a unit. So if it's like, you know, one in, let's just give an astronomical number, like... Five quintillion, three hundred seventy-five million. That's a that's a good. It big would number. be like five quintillion. I would have rounded it down. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we've got a one in two hundred ninety-two million, B one in three billion, C one in forty-five billion, or D one in nine hundred sixty-six billion. Would you like those answers again? Uh, it's the smallest one. Nine two hundred ninety-two million. Yeah, there's only like three hundred million people in America. Uh yeah well you got it right but those that's not quite how it's calculated <laughs> well that's the odds if they if you say every person plays a lottery yeah one person will win uh, yeah that's just, well not one person it's just your odds you know what yeah, I mean yeah 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 well, you got it right that's how I figure it out it's not gonna be in the billions because yeah. even even if every person in America bought like twenty cards you would still be nowhere near a billion yeah right right. Well, you figured that one out, Chris, but let me tell you, I've got another doozy coming at you. All right. So the next question, of course, the category, as always, is politics for our third question. So, Chris, I want to know, how old must you be to be elected governor in the state of Texas? 45. Well, I've got four answers for you. 45 is not one (laughs) of them. Oh, God. So we've got 25, 28, 30, or 35. 35. Okay, Chris, you say 35? I say 35. Well, you got that one wrong. The answer yeah. is 30. Oh. 30. You had your maybe there on 30. Yeah. And it just didn't happen for you. All right, so you've got two out of three so far. Yeah. But unfortunately for you, the uh, two that you've answered, uh, or I'm sorry, two out of the three that you answered, you did have the multiple choice option about them. So, uh, yeah, you have no more multiple choice coming at you. All right. All right. So the hard questions, Chris. I want to know what a seven-sided shape is called. Seven-sided shape, two-dimensional shape, septagon. 
a septagon, he says. A septagon. Chris, it is actually called a heptagon. Heptagon. What's a septagon? I don't know. Let's give it a quick Google. Septagon. Maybe you get credit, but I don't (laughs) think so. Oh, my gosh. Septagon. No, see, you Google septagon, it shows you heptagon. Well, what's a, what's a septagon? I don't think a septagon's well, a real thing. Look though. a little bit further in Google outside <laughs> the top thing. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe maybe we do get a septagon here. Because I've got a few things that say septagon do have seven, but I show heptagon. I don't know. You might get half credit on I that I think one. that's just... Here's what I'm going to do, I think that's Chris. semantics. No, no, no. I'm going to give you half credit, and then I'm going to give you Hayden's question at the end. Okay, that'll work. And then if you get that one right, because you've got two and a half right now, and I know for damn sure you're not getting number five right. Oh, you want to bet? Yeah. Okay, so you uh, let's assume you get number five wrong. I'll give you Hayden's question that she sent in. Okay, and then if you get that one right, you win. If you don't, you lose. When okay? I knew it was a... Se- how I knew Septagon. How? September used to be the seventh month. Oh, really? Yeah. That's kind of a cool fact. Yeah. All right, Chris. So here's your fifth question you will get wrong. What is the largest lake in Texas, Chris? There's no way you get this right. I see the thought process going through your head right now, and I cannot tell if you're going to get it right. What is going through your mind right now, Chris? I'm thinking of all the lakes I know. How many lakes do you know? A few. How many is... Or, or, go I, ahead and I've, ramble work, I've worked at quite a few of them. Yeah. <laughs> You've worked at a few lakes, huh? Yeah. My job. <laughs> you know, I, I wind up, a lot of people have like lake oh, houses yeah. and they want dish that way they can watch TV instead of enjoying the lake, I guess. But, um, mm-hmm. all right, Chris, I, I need to. Is that Lake Cherokee? Lake Cherokee is your guest, Chris. Unfortunately, that is not correct for you. Because the correct answer was Toledo Bend. Oh, Toledo Bend. Oh, I should have knew that. Yeah, I've yeah, been yeah, there yeah. before. It's a big place. So we're going to break the tie here, right? Um, fun fact about lakes in Texas. There's uh-huh. only one natural lake in Texas. Okay. All what? the other lakes are uh, man-made. Oh, really? Yeah. What? What's give me one second? What's the natural? I don't know. Lake? I don't know the name of it, but I knew that was a fact. So give me just one second to get that name. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. In the meantime, I'll be looking up the answer to our uh, final question because I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't know all the answers. But let me tell you, it's a doozy. Thank you, Hayden, for submitting that question. Because if it weren't for that, oh man, we would be in a tight spot with Chris having gotten two and a half of them right. Because I don't give him credit for that septagon answer because it said heptagon everywhere I read. Okay. Any of you math people who actually know the answer to that, whether or not septagon is valid or not, feel free to send an ACAST email to T-H-E-N-A-C-C-A-S-T at G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M. You got anything for me yet, Chris? Uh, yeah, so the main one that pops up, uh, there's more than one, but there's only like three. Uh, there's Caddo Lake, which is uh, one of the only natural lakes in Texas. Uh-huh. Uh, there's, um, which it's been altered though, so take that what, is, what it is. How big does a body of water have to be considered to be a lake? Bigger than a pond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. The scientific <laughs> classification does say lake. Body bigger than pond. Uh, the other natural lakes is uh, Green Lake, uh, which is east of the uh, Guadalupe. Um, then there's Eagle I'm Lake. Honest, I have no idea where the hell the Guadalupe is. Uh, You're looking at me like I'm supposed to know, but I have no idea, man. It's uh, it's near the San Antonio area. Near, you didn't know either, It's did near you? the San Antonio area. <laughs> uh, it's a currently shallow, silt-filled, and almost lifeless pool. Uh-huh. 
Uh, Eagle Lake is located in the coastal area of Colorado near the uh, Colorado River. Mm-hmm. Uh, water levels are shrunk, hindering the thriving of flora and fauna. Co- occupying almost 1,500 layers, the Oxbow Lake has been diminishing number, uh, has seen the diminishing number so of fish species. So it seems species. to me like there's more than one there's lake. There's three. Okay. There's three. All right. Let's just hear the names of them one more time. Uh, according to this, we got... Caddo. Caddo. We got... Oxbow. Green Lake and Eagle Lake. What about Crystal Lake? No, that's okay. Bad. My bad. All right, Chris. So let's hop into our tiebreaker question. Hayden says, "I will pull up the email verbatim." Let's Ver- go. Let's go. Let's go. Verbatim. All right. So Hayden says, "Nacogdoches have been under the banner of nine different flags." Yes. He says to name as many flags as you can. I'm going to make you name five, Chris. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Hit all me right, with five all right, of them. All right. Uh. Let's start off with the easy one. What flag are we under right now? Uh, well, two United States and the Texas flag. Okay, so, so I will count two. that as the flag of the Republic of Texas. Yeah, so two. Okay, so we've got two there. Uh, flag of Spain. Okay, there's flag three. of Mexico. Hang on, let me see if that's right. Yeah. Okay. Dang. And the Fredonian flag. The Fredonian flag. Yep. Oh, dang! You got yeah, it. Suck it. Yeah, yeah, Chris. Big deal. You got it. Okay. Hey, that was a good question, Hayden. I liked it a lot. Maybe I should have made it harder because I think I probably could have got... Eh, I don't know. I would have guessed like Spain, France, Texas, America, and Mexico. Yeah, I would have probably got it. So I probably should have made it a little harder on you, Chris. Let's say France. All right, so we got... we got. I've Spain, got them all pulled up. Let's see how many you can get. Spain, Mexico, France, America, Texas flag. Uh, flag of the uh, Confederacy, right? Yeah. Uh, and then... You said Fredonia. Fredonia. So that leaves two more. Yeah, it says you want them because I don't think you'll get them. Um, is Russia one of them? No, it's okay. it's, it's just weird. Like, what is it's it? It's the flag of the Gutierrez Maggi expedition. Mag-Gi. And the flag... M-A-G-E-E. Oh. Maggi. And then the flag of Dr. James Long expedition. So I don't know what those are about. Maybe we could check him out. And do you we'll think his won't. name was James Long, or do you just, just think it was a long expedition? It was the longest name, so they were just like, eh, <laughs> just, screw it. We'll, no. we'll just put a long uh, one. This, this is taking forever. <laughs> <laughs> it like actually took like 20 seconds to pronounce. Yeah. <laughs> I've never known anyone with a really, really long last name like that. It was really annoying throughout school whenever the school officials would get my name Yeah, wrong. you have like the longest last name of anyone I know, to be honest. Yeah. And it's just like, wow, well, almost uh, my four f- syllables, so it's really not that long. First, it, and it's really, it's phonetically exactly the same yeah. as it's spelled phonetically. Uh-huh. Uh, but people don't say it right. You know, uh, my last name is super easy. It's literally an animal's name. Yeah, so I've heard mom. some. I've heard what? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, mom. So Chris made uh, your mom joke, but that's just not cool, man. We're not in third grade anymore. Okay, can you apologize to me and my mom, Chris, for what you just said? I apologize to you dearly, Cody and Miss Anita. I do apologize to you. Now, keep in mind, Chris, a your mom joke doesn't actually um, address someone's mother directly. It's just, a, you know, yo mama is. It's not necessarily referring to the woman herself. It's just a line, okay? I think so. I think I get what you're saying. So if I were to say that your mother is a shining light then you would be reflecting your true opinion right yes yes. your mother is actually one of the sweetest people i know she's a wonderful human being yeah and your mom's 
pretty nice too. Dude, I remember one time I was at a cheer clinic, right? And your sister and my sister were cheering and they were like, you know, six, seven years old or whatever. And like, I was just kind of being a, a dumbass little like nine-year-old kid or whatever. Yeah. And your mom was like telling me I should clap for him. And I was like, uh-uh. And so she like grabbed my hands and clasped yeah, them together. Yeah, sounds like, like I remember the story you told me uh, where uh, you, you, you were at the football game. Uh-huh. And my parents uh, said something. And you're like, yeah, we're cheating. Something on the lines of that they said I was dumb. You, you remember Your parents that said you were dumb? Yeah, you remember that story that you told no. me? It, it was like, um, I'm trying to remember the, the exact details. Uh, it was like, a, they said something about my grades, uh, and you guys said, oh, we cheat off of Chris. And they were like, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> yeah, that, you, you, you told me that. I can't remember the exact details, because it's really funny with the exact details. Yeah. <laughs> I was not the best student. Yeah, I remember, man. I always like messing with people. Well, not really messing with, but like talking to people's parents. I just find it so well, funny. We've talked about it before, but my uh, brother, one of his favorite memories from school is when y'all would slap the book. There was library books down. <laughs> well, me and me and Clay were pretty bad little kids. Man. Oh, yeah. Well, it's still funny in my mind, though, to be honest with you. So I'm not too upset with what I've done in my past. Oh, man. Good stuff, man. Chris. Well, I think we've about run out of stuff to talk about, stuff to do. You want to talk about anything else? We could talk about entropy. What the hell is that? Entropy? Yeah. It's the decay of everything. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just end it. I don't want to talk the about the decay of everything. Second law of thermodynamics, everything. everything dies. Yeah, I think that's pretty much verbatim the second law of thermodynamics. Well, it's not everything dies, but everything succumbs to entropy. And true. A body of motion right. stays in motion, a body that... Is not I think person. you're really paraphrasing here, man. I am paraphrasing. There we go. All right, Chris. Uh, before we break any laws of thermodynamics, which I know is against the laws of nature. I break laws of thermodynamics. You'll have to go to nature mom. jail if you do that. We're going to end it before, like I say, anything bad really happens to us here. Like, you know, you spontaneously combust for breaking laws of nature and thermodynamics. So anyway, uh, yeah. Go ahead, enter that contest, the Real quick. at gmail.com. Real quick, what? it better be important, Chris. It's not. It's <laughs> <laughs> All right, what is it? Um, I don't want to hear it if it's not important. It's really not. Uh, yeah. Actually, I just, do want to hear it. It's just a thing that popped into my head. Oh, God, this will be good. I think I might add a little too much vodka, but uh, if you could combine any two animals... What animals would you combine? Okay, a rhino is definitely the front part. Oh, I, yes. I think an ostrich and so a rhino. you made a weird unicorn. Good job. Yeah, but it's it's got like just like this huge beak that comes out the front. Yeah. I don't think that's that weird, though. But just imagine like a rhinoceros beak mm-hmm. or a horn that comes out the top. Yeah. No, that's not that weird. It's kind of like you said, like a unicorn, but on a that's bird. A, that's a two-legged unicorn. Okay, what would you, what would you do? Uh, you really want to know? Yeah. Man. <laughs> That's a good choice. Uh, man and horse. No. Centaur. Uh, uh no. Um honestly though, like a like a cat gorilla. That'd be really awesome. Cat gorilla. Cat gorilla. Okay. I think I can come up with something better than that. What's that? I don't know. I gotta think about it for a second. Let's I mean, we see got here. nothing but time. Yeah, we do. What is like the most wild looking animal in your opinion? Hyenas. That's my no, favorite that's like, animal. They just look like a and cat. They, no, I mean, when hyenas. I say wild looking animal, I seen. I mean something that doesn't look like anything else. Hyenas. No. Have you seen a hyena? 
Yes, and they look like dogs. No, they don't. Yes, they do. What type of hyenas are you looking at? Normal they ones. Look like Savannah hyenas. No, hyenas look badass. That's my favorite animal. I know it is. Okay, so we'll assume. I I want to pick two random animals. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna pick. Um, a giraffe. Okay. 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 So it's like got a huge giraffe. Giraffe. As Chris would say, giraffe, because he know doesn't know how to properly. Oh my gosh, properly pronounce his G's. How okay. do you say jaguar? Jaguar. It's jaguar. <laughs> no, it's not. a giraffe and just about any animal. Like let's say like a giraffe and an otter. Okay. <laughs> But I think it, I think a giraffe and a platypus would be better because it has the beak face, go. yeah, and just like the bill of the platypus yeah. at the end. Yeah, <laughs> I think any four-legged creature in the water is just funny, but I don't know. It's just like a fish and a mammal would be a great combination. I've been to the zoo one time, an amphibian, and when the otters were really active, and it was it was it was a ride because they were just jumping around doing loops in the water. It was badass. Yeah. Oh, I loved that's, it. That's a different kind of ride than I was thinking you were gonna say. Well, all right, Chris. I, I, I think we really need yeah, to stop yeah, now before we tread now. into any too dangerous of territory because we're, we're skirting the line that the law may have to get involved, if you know what I'm saying. Well, no, I, I, I don't think we've done anything that bad. But anyway, let's go ahead, give our email, give our contest details, say goodbye. All right, Chris. So if anyone wants a four by six of me and Chris sitting at my dining room table looking dapper, feel Awfully free. Awfully handsome. Yeah, we're looking pretty good in that photo, mm. I must admit. Send an email to the NatCast. That's T-H-E-N-A-C-C-A-S-T at G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M. Anything you send me, you will be entered to win with a 100% chance of victory. That is about as good of odds as you can ask for. You will get a 4x6 signed photo of me. It will say Cody and Chris Guad, and then he will stop because he ran out of paper to sign his name. Uh, Anyway, so yeah, send us an email. Get a 4x6. What more could you want? Contest ends Wednesday at 11.59 p.m. Okay. You could also enter in a raffle of $5 a piece to join the Guad Squad. That was the Guad Squad. It's a group I just made, Cody. No, you don't want to do that. No. <laughs> don't send us $5. The Guad Squad is not a good team to it's be a part of. It's fun to chant. Okay. <laughs> Guad Squad. Guad Squad. Guad Squad. No. <laughs> anyway, Chris, on behalf of myself, uh, Jesse, you want to be included in it? Yeah. Yeah. Myself, Chris, Jesse, and Ashley, even though she's not here. Uh, thanks for listening. Have a kick-ass week. And as always, NatCast!